Welcome to the Improve 81 podcast series. I'm Ken Slack, Communications Coordinator for the Interstate 81 Corridor Improvement Program. That's why we call it Improve 81, a lot fewer syllables. In this episode, we're talking about plans to widen a roughly four-mile stretch of I-81 southbound in Shenandoah County. Now, part of this project is in Warren County, about a half mile most of the project in Shenandoah County. Now with us today are Dave Covington, I-81 Program Delivery Director, and Pam Bowman, Project Manager for the I-81 Southbound Widening. Pam, let's start with you. This project is along southbound 81 in the Strasburg Cedar Creek area. So how will this improve that portion of the interstate? This project improves safety and traffic flow on southbound Interstate 81 by providing an additional travel lane. It will ease existing congestion and provide for future capacity needs. Specifically, the project will construct an additional 12-foot travel lane along southbound Interstate 81 between mile marker 299.6 and 295.4. That is just south of I-66 Junction and just south of the exit 296 at Strasburg. This additional travel lane will be constructed on the median side and will include a 10 to 12 foot wide paved shoulder. There are also two bridges within the project. The bridge over the CSX rail line will be widened and the existing substructure will remain. The entire bridge will receive a new deck and superstructure. Superstructure includes beams, bridge deck, railings, and curbs. The bridge over Cedar Creek will be entirely replaced. This bridge is at the Shenandoah Warren Warren County line. Now, you mentioned uh, that the the 10 to 12 foot shoulders that are going to be part of this project, but there are a couple of places that deviate from that. That's correct, Ken. There are two interchanges within the project limits. Exit 296 is the interchange with John Marshall Highway, which is Route 55. And exit 298 is the interchange with Old Valley Pike, which is Route 11. The existing overpass bridge piers at each of these locations allow for the additional 12-foot travel lane. However, there isn't adequate room for the full-width paved shoulder. At exit 296, the left side paved shoulder will be reduced to three feet. And at exit 298, the left side shoulder will be reduced to two feet. A peer protection system will be installed at each of these locations. And basically that is a barrier wall in front of the bridge piers. Dave, this particular part of Interstate 81 has some particular challenges, uh, not the least of which is congestion. We do have two interstates coming together in in this uh, general vicinity, and that always creates uh, some particular challenges. So tell us a little bit about uh, how VDOT has really considered the congestion and and some of these other potential problems as they uh, have been moving through design process. Well, anybody who's traveled this section of I-81, which is right in the proximity of the I-66 interchange, and anytime we have two interstates coming together, that's a point where we see high crash frequency, we see lots of congestion, there's lots of frustration, and um, all these things add up to create problems. So, you know, really what the, the focus of the project is, is try to Um, alleviate some of these problems that are occurring there. And the two biggest challenges really are high crash frequency and congestion, which makes sense in this area. Um, Not only do we have the two interstates coming together um, at that location, but we also have some challenging terrain uh, through there, which, which leads to these issues. So the project will be an extension of the current smart scale project uh, to extend the acceleration from I-66 westbound to I-81 southbound. And while the extension of the acceleration lane will provide positive results, it doesn't solve the entire problem. The I-81 corridor improvement program is really aimed at 
at fixing that, bringing the, the widening all the way south uh, past the, the Route 55 interchange, which gives people more time to make decisions on lane changes. Because what we have right now is a relatively short acceleration lane, and then people quickly have to make that decision and find a gap to merge into the interstate, uh, Interstate 81. With the combination of the smart scale project and the I-81 corridor improvement project do is give people much more time to make that decision, to find that gap where they can merge in and to relax a little bit and feel more comfortable in their decision-making process. I would like to highlight another um, relatively significant challenge that exists in this area, and it really revolves around cultural resources and environmental resources. Most significant is the Cedar Creek and Belgrove National Historic uh, Park, which includes historic battlefields and a cemetery. But in addition to the historic resources, Cedar Creek itself is an environmentally sensitive waterway that we need to protect. While these resources create challenges, the, the nature of our approach to the widening of these projects helps us to navigate a sensitive environment by focusing our widening activities to the median so that we're not um, widening out to the outside and directly impacting some of these resources. So we're really looking to minimize our footprint, minimize our impact, and do the best we can to deliver a project and not impact these resources. Uh, one last thing I'd like to mention is that we are currently in the analysis for the inclusion of sound walls on this project. Um, we don't have the final answer for that yet, but I do want people to realize that um, sound walls may be an option for this to protect uh, some of the uh, existing neighborhoods that are in relatively close proximity to Interstate 81. And that's a process that the you know, property owners and neighbors are, are involved in throughout. I mean, we're not going to put a, a sound wall between you and the interstate if you don't want it. That, that's correct. I mean, we, we go through a process which looks at the amount of noise that's coming from the interstate facility and what impact that might have on existing communities um, and, and make that determination, is a sound wall even feasible in this location? That's the first step. The next step is to engage the public to, to say, do you want this sound wall that our study indicates might be needed? Uh, one point of clarification I'd like to add is that when we engage the community about the sound barriers, if the majority of the residents want that sound wall, then, then it will be built. Now, a question for both of you. Um, one of the additional challenges for design and construction involves a neighboring project that you both have mentioned, um, you know, the Exit 300. Uh, so tell us a little bit about uh, how these two projects are going to be working together. This project will connect to the Exit 300 southbound acceleration lane project, which starts at the junction with westbound I-66 and ends just south of Water Plant Road, which is Route 840. We have coordinated the design of our project with this one. The project is extending the acceleration lane across Water Plant Road Bridge and ending it just south of the bridge. Our project will follow behind and convert the acceleration lane to a through lane that will continue to just past Strasburg. We have also coordinated construction schedules. The Exit 300 project is planned to be constructed between late summer of 22 and summer of 24. Our Strasburg project is anticipated to begin when the Exit 300's construction is wrapped up. So, Pam, that's great information, and I'd like to add that while there's a great deal of coordination that must occur between the two projects, we do view this as an opportunity. We're excited that the I-81 Corridor Improvement Program enables us to provide a solution that adds to the functionality of the Exit 300 Smart Scale Project. 
The extension of the Smart Scale project through the I-81 corridor improvement project uh, further south to south of the Route 55 interchange will greatly enhance safety, reduce crashes, and reduce congestion through an area that is already challenging to navigate. And this is certainly not the only place where we're taking advantage of those opportunities. We have a we have smart scale projects next to I-81 CIP projects in Harrisonburg and Salem area, and actually two uh, Improve 81 projects uh, planned for the Stanton area. So there's there's certainly a lot of precedent for for being able to take advantage of these neighboring back to back, if you will, projects. Yeah, and I'm I'm glad you mentioned that because part of the delivery of the program, we are looking everywhere that we can to take an opportunity when it's presented to us. And, and this is just one of those scenarios, you know, we've discussed in uh, previous podcasts and videos about combining projects for single delivery. So really looking for that efficiency. And, and what this enables us to do in this area is as we're completing one project, we're starting the next one. So it's the natural progression of construction, um, which minimizes impacts to the traveling public. And there could be opportunities for contractors, you know, if they're doing the Exit 300 project, they would have the ability to bid on this one and possibly be able to realize some, you know, some cost savings. Perhaps. Yeah, there's a lot of opportunities, I think, for the contracting industry with scenarios like this. I mean, obviously, bundling projects reduces overhead costs, reduces mobilization, uh, enhances efficiency. Um, if a contractor is building the smart scale portion, the exit 300 um, ramp extension, they become very familiar with the area. They have their equipment on site. They've got materials on site that may encourage a better bid from a contractor on that, that next step, which is that I-81 corridor improvement program project. So I guess we shall see in about 2024 when the, the construction is scheduled to begin on this project. Uh, that's the, the time frame, Pam, that you mentioned uh, for this uh, southbound widening. Pam, can you give us a little more detail about the schedule and the cost of this project? Sure, Ken. Um, I'll run down some of the major milestones first. The right-of-way phase is scheduled to begin in the summer of 2023. However, we do not anticipate permanent right-of-way acquisition, but there will be some drainage and construction easements needed, and we'll begin that process then. Uh, we then anticipate construction advertisement to be in the spring of 2024, and we are estimating construction to begin in the summer of 2024, and the construction will last approximately three years. Um, the total cost of the project is estimated to be $126.2 million. All right. So what will it be like for motorists, uh, Dave, when construction begins? What's VDOT going to be doing to make sure we keep traffic moving? It's another great question, Ken. On the interstate system, VDOT requires contractors to maintain two lanes of traffic during hours that have heavier traffic. So um, these are generally commuting hours when people are traveling to work, from work. Um, where we really see those spikes in traffic on, on the interstate. And this is extremely important for safety and operations. Um, what I mean by that is avoiding excess uh, congestion. So expect that there will be two lanes available during daytime hours. Um, now looking at nighttime, that's a little bit different story. Um, when traffic volumes are lower, there will be times when the contractor will need to close a lane to perform some activity. Um, that may be installing barrier walls or setting bridge beams, something that really requires them to, to get out in a lane and, and take that lane for the nighttime to do their work. Um, in order to provide enough access for a contractor to construct the project, we do expect that there will be concrete barrier walls installed in pretty close proximity to the travel lanes. So where you have a nice 
in some areas, nice wide shoulder now. Um, expect those barrier walls to take up much of that shoulder. And these barrier walls are necessary to ensure the safety of drivers, um, passengers in vehicles, and construction crews. Also expect that there will be shifts in the lanes that are needed to perform construction activities, most notably bridge construction. The sequencing will require that bridge components be constructed in the median. The traffic will then be shifted to the newly constructed bridge components, and then the existing structure elements can be demolished and the bridge uh, construction completed. Last, expect that the speed limit through the work zone will likely be lowered to increase safety and reduce crash frequency. There's going to be a lot for people to watch out for uh, and, and make sure they're paying close attention to this uh, active work zone for, well, especially when you consider that we're going to have back-to-back -back projects, probably the better part of five years that uh, we could be seeing construction on this portion of Interstate 81. Yeah. There will be a lot going on in this area, but one thing I'll remind drivers of is the barrier wall is there for safety and, and remain in your lane. There's nothing to panic about. You're, you're safe in that lane. Um, even though you're relatively close to the barrier wall, but that separates you from the construction activity that's occurring. Yeah, so great advice for folks who are traveling the I-81 corridor and about to see more and more construction projects, not, not only here in the Shenandoah-Warren County area, but uh, also many other portions of, uh, of I-81. So Project Manager Pam Bowman and Program Delivery Director Dave Covington, I'd like to thank both of you for your insights into the southbound I-81 widening project in the Strasburg Cedar Creek area. I also would like to thank our listeners for joining this episode of the Improve 81 podcast series. You can listen to all of our podcasts, view our videos, and find all sorts of information about the I-81 construction and operations projects by simply visiting improve81.org. Make sure you bookmark that website. And as always, we wish you safe travels.